Welcome, everybody, to the Bakery Bears Radio Show. We're delighted to be back. Oh, yes. After um, a very interesting summer, which was very nice, actually. Yeah. And, um, and then a slightly delayed episode, this episode, because of me stupidly getting ill. Yes. That's what's delayed things a little bit. So sincere apologies that we haven't been able to get out and take you on one of our lovely walks. But we're back and we've got lined up. If you recall on a recent episode, Kay was talking about um, some sort of more uh, feminine topics. Do you remember, Kay? I do. Yes. And so what we've got lined up, not today, sadly, (laughs) although it is a slightly feminine topic because you love it. I do, I do so, yeah. So yeah. that's okay. But coming up over the next three shows, we're going to be talking about, first of all, if you had an unlimited budget and you were building your own home, what would you build? Mm-hmm. And that's not something we've ever discussed before. No. So I don't really know. Because we've never had an unlimited budget. No, and also, <laughs> ju- just to put it out there immediately, we're not building our own. We are not building our own, sadly. As, as much as we would very much like to, uh, but we're not. No. And if you've got a lovely home with an unlimited budget, then you need the perfect garden. Yeah. So in the next episode after that, we'll be talking about what would be in our perfect garden. Mm. And do you know what? It does spark off thoughts in, in mm. my mind. Mm. And it never has done before. I don't mm. know if it's something that comes with age. or I'm getting more interested in flowers. All right. This, that... Oh. I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, I know. Neither can I. Did I sound convincing when I said that? Um, By the way, who are you? Uh, My name's Dan. And my name's Kay. And together we are the Bakery Bears. That made me think of something. Yes, we say that every time. do we? Everyone at home is going. They say this every time. Oh, no. Look, it's been a while. Please stop saying A lot of things have happened. Yes, I know. (laughs) Um, And then, so we'll be talking about our uh, perfect garden. And then after that, we're going to be talking about everything sort of foodie. And, right. and baking-y and, and really sort of delving into because we've never spoken about that before no, on the radio no. show, which is going to be really great fun. Yeah, reminiscing about um, some cooking, certainly from my youth, and then also reminiscing about some amazing cooking mm. that I've been privy of in the years that we've been together, mm. which is really rather nice. Lovely. Although I've never had your amazing, and I wouldn't want it now. What? Now I've got a dicky tummy. My amazing... Well, that tart thingy that you made, that amazing... Pear, was it pear no, or apple. apple? Yeah. You'd be all right with that. And what book was that from? It was a Delia book, right. I believe. Right. Um, I think it was the. It was called Eighteenth Century Creamed Apple Flan. Wow. And it's there's not a lot of pastry. It's just a flan. Oh right. Okay. So it's just the underneath, right. and then it's got this like appley concoction filling. Very right. nice. Right. Well, that's all to come because today we're talking about space. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages next. Are the continuing voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's not going to be about. No, it's not about Star Trek, no. (laughs) So don't worry. (laughs) Uh, No, no, what we're going to be talking about today is one of the things that blew my mind, really. I don't know why I didn't expect it when we first met, is that Kay loves space. Hmm. Anything spacey. Amazing. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about. Space, Kay's love of space, my love of space, where it came from, and then pondering the question, is there anybody out there? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> so to do that, we need to get on our walk. Yep. So we need let's to get, get out, the keys. Get out the door. Get out the house. Go for a lovely walk. Oh, it's locked. Try unlocking it. Why is it even locked? Oh, <laughs> really? 
We're well, gonna go. <laughs> let's not start again. So, do you know where your love of space comes from? No, not really. I've... I know exactly where mine comes from. Do you? Yeah. And maybe if I tell you about my, well, where I got my love of space, maybe that might spark off some memories okay. of where you got yours. Because mm -hmm. I'd be interested to know, because I need to give Kay a fair warning on questions. I'd be interested to know when you realised that you really like space. How long have you been into it? Right. So don't answer now. Okay. Just ponder as I tell you the story of how I was introduced to space. It was in Spain. In Spain? Yes. Every year we used to go on holiday mm. to exactly the same place, to a campsite. It was very nice. It's still there. It's called the Laughing Whale. Really? Yes, except in that Spanish. That doesn't sound very Spanish. Well, no. Sounds like it would be Well, I need to tell you the name of it in Spanish. Oh, right, go on then. I was telling you the English translation. Okay. In Spanish, it's La Balena Alegre. You see, that sounds much better, doesn't it? The funny thing is, there was two of these campsites. With the same name? No. Oh. The first one was called La Balena Alegre, and the second one was called La Balena Alegre 2. <laughs> that was very original. I know, it's like a film. And we used to go for six weeks. It's the only, I mean, my dad used to justify it by saying, oh, it's the only holiday I have a year. Mm -hmm. And we went for six weeks. Well, you were very lucky. Who has six weeks holiday? No yeah. one. We had, when I was young, we had one week a year and we were lucky to get that. And he used to sort of argue the fact, oh, what a hard life I have. I only have one holiday a year, so... Six weeks so long! Six weeks. And that's outrageous. I don't know anyone who has a holiday for six weeks. And we didn't have very much money at all. No, but you camped, didn't you? We did. We did. So and it's just the cost of sort of getting there, isn't it? And, and getting we ate, back, really. We ate very frugally. Yeah. And the, the crossings we used to get were always the cheapest you could get. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'd be getting on the ferry at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, gosh. Oh, dear. But, and also as well, he used to, he used to just blitz it down in the early years. So we Drive really fast? No, no, no. He wasn't a fast driver. Uh, what I mean is he would just drive. And then when oh, he got, so when he he got didn't tired... Really, he didn't really stop. We stopped once. Once? Yeah. What do you mean you stopped once? You must have stopped for loo breaks oh, yes. and things. Yes, of course. You yeah. mean overnight? Yes. Right, okay. We did one overnight stop. Gosh, all the way down to, what was it, whereabouts in Spain? It was a thousand miles. Oh my goodness me. I know. So you did 500 miles, 500 miles. Crikey. Thanks for thinking of Proclaimers. <laughs> oh, don't, can't bear that song. Anyway, we'd go to Spain for six weeks and I mean, it really was a lovely time. You know, just, first of all, it was in a tent and then a caravan and mm. we're just playing around on the beach. And, but then every night, what we would do is sit around outside being bitten by mosquitoes. Yeah, <laughs> So we, we always had those. There was this thing that you put. A uh, candle thing. No, uh, no, it was a circular ring. Right and you used to plug it in and then it would start to melt right. and it would give off 
a smell. It'll be the citronella stuff, yes. won't it? Yeah. And it would keep away the bugs. Yeah. But what we would do is we'd play games sometimes, but always, always, it would end up with us like looking up into the sky. Mm. And it was always sort of um, instigated by my dad. Right. He'd be looking up and just, you know, trying to work out different constellations. And he seemed to know quite a lot of them. So you'd be lucky to see a sky like that because there's very few places, certainly in this country, where you get that dark sky. Well, in in because there's too much light pollution. Th th there, then, there yeah. wasn't. And you, I mean, you could literally see, you could see what looked like solar systems. You yeah. know, like the the sort of swirly mm. light. And we'd sit there. I've never seen that. We'd sit there looking up, and you'd see, you'd see. 10 or 15 shooting stars. Gosh. Every every night. That's amazing. And so they must always be there. Yeah, we just you can't just can't see them. see them. And you'd also see satellites. Wow. And you'd see planets mm. and, and obviously stars. Mm. And we, we would just end up talking about them. Mm. And this is probably when I was about five or six. And that then, I can't remember when I watched Star Wars. <laughs> But my sort of conversations with my dad about space, looking up at space, mm. it feeling like it's right there and you could re you know, reach out and touch it. That then led me to really engage with Star Wars and the rest really is history. Mm. You know, it feels such a boy thing, space. But maybe I'm being- Really? Maybe I'm being an idiot. I think because of things like Star Wars and Star Trek. Probably, and because astronauts were initially men, what about Helen Sharman? Yeah, I said initially. Yeah. You know, these days that's not true. Flowers, a blackberry flowers. The yeah. actual blackberries? I know, the blackberries look great. They're very, you Black. know, the lots, lots of them are very ripe. Come on, squirrels. And flowers are Ooh. so pretty. Who did they sound like then? Do squirrels eat blackberries? I don't know, they just eat nuts. Oh, it's birds. Come on, squirrels. Isn't that what, is that what Dougie calls? Oh yeah, Dougie calls <laughs> his little children squirrels. Have you seen Hey Dougie? <laughs> We're talking about CBeebies again. Oh, I love that programme. <laughs> you know, what a, it's a brilliant programme. It is a brilliant programme. And it's funny, isn't it, how sort of you can look back through the years and we've always seemed to be really good at children's TV. Yeah. British, I think, TV is, is excellent for children. It is. We might not be that great at making feature films. Yeah. But we're just stupendous when it comes to children's TV. So much so that, I mean, I could honestly, if I put the telly on and it's on, I don't want to turn over. No, I mean, some of them are really good. Where's the bit where the dog is? I'm not sure. It's one of these houses. He said it was one of the bungalows on Ambleside, which is one of these here. Our postman was telling me yesterday that he's been bitten by a dog three times. <sighs> and The it... worst part is, one, he wasn't even trying to deliver post. He was no. somewhere else. It was walking down the street, it was being walked, and it spotted him and went for him. It just doesn't like postmen, apparently. <laughs> um, I wonder what it is. I don't know, it's got to be the uniform, hasn't it? I mean, they do wear red. a red shirt. Yeah. But I think, are dogs colourblind? I don't know. I think so. What do they see in black and white? Or... Oh. I can't think it's the colour. No. I've no idea, actually, if dogs are colourblind, I'm not sure. How strange. It's well, one of these houses somewhere around here. Ambleside yeah. Wall. It could be down there, yeah. I'm sure you said Ambleside, did you? I did, yeah, yes, I did. Yeah. So, when do you first recall? I don't recall. Watching, being into um, spacey stuff. 
I really don't know, but I suspect it's going to come from watching something. I certainly didn't stare at the night sky like you. <laughs> was that a very romantic? Uh, yes, that's, yes. yeah, which wasn't, wasn't what happened in my childhood. No, there was nothing wrong with my childhood. I just didn't stare up at the night sky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it would have come from watching something. And I mean, when did Apollo 13 come out? In the 90s. See, it probably was around then. Right. Because I loved that film so much, and I still do, and I just watched it and watched it and watched it. Yeah. And all the moon stuff really fascinated me. Yeah. Um, so it's probably sometime around then. It is a great film. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of the best, to be honest, and I think even to this day, the effects still really stand up. Oh, it's a brilliant film, yeah. Really... I think it portrays it really well. Another film that we really enjoyed, although I don't think you recall it that, that well, or do you? But we really enjoyed Gravity. I do remember watching it, yeah. I don't fully remember it now. We both really enjoyed it. I remember it. enjoying it. Yeah. I know the music in that film is superb as well. What was that one we watched fairly recently? Did that fella go to Mars or something? Oh, The Martian. Was it The Martian? Yes, with Matt Damon. Yes, Matt Damon. Yeah, he got stuck on Mars. That's right, that was really good. That was just, that was sort of fun as well. Yeah. Which was really quite cool. I wasn't expecting that to be quite like that. And I think the reason why I wasn't expecting that, what are they? I have no idea, it's some sort of berry. Gosh, they're, they look like blueberries, I know they're not. They're not blueberries. Because aren't blueberries lower down? Low growing, yeah. Yeah. I was expecting... Well, bilberries are very low-growing. I'm presuming right. blueberries are a similar thing. I was expecting The Martian to be similar to that travesty. Now, I'm going to upset a lot of people here because a lot of people supposedly liked it, but we watched Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey. Which one was that? Well, you'll have blotted it out. Probably, yeah. And I'm not even going to... Right, okay. bother in, well, we in trying to help you we remember. Didn't like it. Because if you do remember, you'll remember how annoyed you were uh, after right, it. Right, okay. You were as annoyed after watching that as you were after watching The Perfect Storm. Oh gosh, I would, <laughs> would have been very annoyed then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The Perfect Storm is that film with George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg about that tragic story of. It's based uh, on a true story, and that's yes. not based on a true story. Well, I read the book. Yeah. Your frustration was, so we just watched that film. Yeah, yeah. And not only have they all died, yeah. but everything that we've seen is all fictional. Well, because yeah, they don't know what happened. No. Because, because they never got back. No, because they all died. <laughs> and I didn't know that going into the yeah. film. I didn't know that they'd all, they all died going into the film. So I think that's why I found it doubly disappointing. One, that they all died, and then two, just thinking, well, hang on, if they all died... How do they know How do they know all that just happened? Yeah. So, yeah, it just irritated me. The funny thing is, the book is nothing like the film. It doesn't try and guess what happened on the right. boat. It gives a much, much more factual story. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the book. Right. Anyway. Anyway. So, you, you think your love of space probably comes from Apollo 13? Yeah, and I do remember, I never really used to watch it, but I do remember Sky at Night on the TV with Patrick Moore. Right. And that was always sort of circula circulating around when I was young. He was the most amazing percussionist, you know. 
Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Like, yeah. absolutely mind-blowing on, yeah. um, specifically, Glo Glockenspiel, Glockenspiel and, yeah. and Xylophane. Yeah, I remember I once that. saw him do a thing and he, he was holding six I saw that too. Yeah. I was just going to say to you, you used to hold loads of sticks. Six sticks. Yeah. The maximum I ever got to was four. Right. <laughs> and, you know, that was up to grade eight. So, Gosh. I mean, I don't know if he pioneered that or not. He probably didn't. It's one of the most surprising things for me when we first met that you were like really into like Star Wars and all those things. I wasn't types of really things. into Star Wars when we first met. I liked it, but I wasn't really into it. So, have I got that totally wrong then? Are you not really that into it? I like, I do like Star Wars, but that's come more recently. That's because of your love of it and yeah. us watching it more and yeah. getting more involved in it. Yeah. I used to like it, I wasn't crazy on it. Right. Because I think it is more of a boy thing. Yeah. Really, when you're younger, it's, you know, certainly with Bryony, you know, well, she loves Star Wars, obviously, because she's grown up with parents who love it, but a lot of her friends, girl friends, a lot of them have not even watched it. No. And don't even know who the characters are it's and things like shame. that. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, no matter what your opinion, it's, the, it's such a sort of classic touchstone you know, it, it's sort of ingrained in... I just think that there's certain books and certain films yeah. that everyone should be aware of. I remember listening to a podcast and there was this guy talking on it and it was an American football podcast, funnily enough, and he was talking to another guy of around sort of mid to late 30s and, um, and he asked him if he'd seen Star Wars. <laughs> Why this comes up on an American football podcast, I don't know. And he said no, and he was absolutely flabbergasted. Gosh. That he'd never sort of sat down. I think there's probably more people out there than you think that haven't seen it. I read a book about this, and it was, they found, it, I think it was some Native Americans. Right. And they, the film had never been translated into their language. Oh, yes, yes. And this guy pushed to get it done. Yeah. And he did. And they all watched and it. And they did. Yeah, yeah. It was a brilliant book, actually. Mm, I loved it. Mm. It was a really interesting read. And all of this sort of skirts around. Hey, another thing that we watched and we loved is that Apollo 11 thing. Mm. That documentary, oh, wasn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah, that was excellent. It really was good. That came out quite I watched, recently. If I ever see any documentaries on anything, moon landing or space, I always watch them. Well... Um, Apple TV is about to bring out, we spoke about this before, and we said that we would watch it and we definitely must, because mm -hmm. it's a great film. I can't remember, oh, the right stuff. Oh, you've mentioned that too, yes. yeah. It's a film made in the early 80s, mm -hmm. and it was a book first of all, it was just a book written about the, the start of mm -hmm. the whole moon landings and, and you know getting ready to mm. get up there and and then it actually goes into it as well well apple tv have dramatized it and turned it into a series right. which i think we'll really enjoy because it looks like it's yeah. got some great actors in it we're in the park now and the wildflower bit that we've mentioned before it's just all seed heads now this there, is are a few, there are still a few flowers in there aren't there they must all but be the same because they all look the same. Heads. Do you know what? I think that's are? probably cow parsley. Oh, okay. Wait, look at those pink ones. Yeah, there are still some flowers around, which is nice. 
but it'll all get cut down fairly soon, this. They just cut it once a year. Do they? Yeah. And you, you have to, I think you wait until the seeds are dried out and have fallen because right. then they are going to be there for next year. Yeah. And then you just cut it all down. I remember my grandpa going round the garden collecting seeds. I mean, collecting seeds, yeah. It's a proper gardener, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Steve will do that yeah. now as well. Yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, it really is proper gardening, isn't it? Gosh, look at that dog. Yeah. It's really fluffy. I forget what they're called. I forget what it's called. It's a big, white, fluffy dog. It can't hear you, Kay. What? It can't hear you. No, but its owner's right there. It's I don't want right. to be talking about it. They're far enough away. Okay. It's fluffy anyway. It's a lovely day, actually. It is a lovely day. It's very sunny, but it's not hot. It's been really hot the past few days ago. We had two or three days where it just went boiling. Yeah. Just felt like the middle of summer again. It's yeah. like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Can't be doing with this again. No. But now it's cooled down. It's probably about 16 degrees yeah. today. Yeah. And it's still sunny, so it's nice. And the trees are starting to turn. Yeah. Which is lovely. It's always lovely there's, to see that. Yeah, there's some over there that are starting to turn red. Yeah. And the gold colours are coming in, which yeah. is lovely. It's such a blue sky. Very blue. It's hardly a cloud. No. All of this, though, is sort of skirting around a subject which is fascinated. And I think it's the reason why people make films about it. Mm. But it's fascinated people for, for just so long, hasn't it? Is yeah. there anybody out there? Yes. And I know this has been in the news a lot recently. Has it? Yeah, because there is, um, there's been lots of, supposedly there's been lots of UFO sightings recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I mean, I don't, I don't fully know the, the ins and outs, and some people are saying that's not the case at all, that it, it's not real news and it's being made up, and other people are saying, oh, no, no, there has. So I know it's, it's a, real sort of, a real sort of talking point at the moment. Mm. And you know, I, I, I don't know what your opinion is on this at all. What, and whether there's... Do you think? Yes, that, of course there is. Yeah. I think, I think if we... If and that's the end of today's show. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I mean, I, I cannot comprehend that, you know, the universe, the size that it is, and that's just another topic entirely, you know, when I start to think about how far does it go, where does it stop, you know, I sometimes think, where does it end, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's just such a mind-blowing question, isn't it? Yeah. I just think it is, it would be, I don't know what the word is, but... You know, if, if, if you thought we were the only planet in the whole of the size of whatever the universe is yeah. that had life on, I think yeah. that it just doesn't make sense to me. We can't be the only planet that's got life well, on. Well, also, also, to me, I think it would be extremely depressing. Because how lonely yeah. does, does, would, would that make yeah, us? Yeah, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me in my head to think that we would be the only planet with life on. I I'm not saying it would be human life. Well, it, the chances are it wouldn't. No, but, you know, life is life, isn't it, in whatever form it is? Yeah. And, you know, you, you, the sort of directions you can go down are really quite interesting in that what would that life be? And, you know, let's imagine that we hadn't been struck by that massive meteor 
yeah. with the dinosaurs. Uh-huh. And the dinosaurs had never gone away. The chances are someone would have risen to the top of the food chain. Mm. And would they have become more intelligent mm. and more capable of doing things? Mm -hmm. And, you know, what could that well, potentially that, have been? You see, that again is a very interesting thing to think about because I think there's already been more intelligent life on this planet than there is right now. Um, because, well, I don't want to start talking about Egypt again, no. but... <laughs> I think we've I, done I just that think, quite a few times. Yeah, I know, but I just think that we've, you know, there has already been further intelligence, you know, in terms of technology and things like that than we are now, and that that also could have been obliterated by some disaster, you know, meteorite or whatever. It could, but I, I do think that it's a very easy solution for people sat today who look at a situation and see something which is difficult for us to comprehend with mm. our minds mm. to go, it must have been aliens then. Mm. I think it's insulting to what human well, beings I don't mean that have it was, been through the years. Well, I don't mean it was alien life. I just think that there was more intelligence than more, I don't know how to describe it, I just think the technology that was, there's evidence of technology from thousands of years ago that we've got no explanation for and that we can't still figure out now. And these are all things that we've um, spoken about yeah. in our Egypt shows and, and one or two other as well because we spoke about um, Going back, I think we spoke about some other sites across the world too where there'd been sort of cutting, mm, hadn't there, mm -hmm. and, and circular. Yeah, but you're yeah. not saying though then that it was aliens who brought this. No, I'm not saying no. that. I'm, I wouldn't rule it out, but I'm not saying that that's what I think. Because I just don't know, and I don't think any of us know. No. I'm just, Personally, I'm just, open, I'm just open to more things in that regard than you are, I think. Open to what though? What, what, what am I not being open to? You think it was the Egyptians that built the pyramids? Uh, I, know I I'm don't. Not, I'm not saying that. Right. But you have said that to me before. I think that it was either people who lived in Egypt who had been taught and shown things by a more advanced race. Yeah. Or it was that advanced race. But I think it's. I well, think it was an advanced race and I think the pyramids were built way before people think that they were built and I don't think they were built as tombs. So, <laughs> there we go, that's the Clearly, end of Clearly, at some point, we're going to need to do another Egypt episode. Do you want to go up the steps? I normally go up the steps, yeah. Yeah, because today we're talking about aliens. Okay. <laughs> and ju just to be clear, because obviously we'd need to, you know, explore it more if... I'm getting it wrong, but I think you said that you don't think that aliens visited, gave... Mm, I don't know. No, I think... No, I don't think so. I do, but I, again, I wouldn't completely rule it out. Just because you don't know, do you? You don't know. You don't know, but it is, it, it's the sort of fallback, easy way oh, of explaining... Is anything which we can't comprehend with our modern mm. mind. And I think that that's probably the biggest thing that we've lost. Goodness. 
over the last 1500 years is as technology, we know this, Kay, as technology has raced onwards, we use our brains a fraction of the amount we used to. Absolutely, we do. And you yeah. know, this is the reason why we always, when we're trying to remember something, we yeah. try and do it without, without Googling it. Googling it. Because I'm sure we're preaching to the converted oh, here. Oh, they're playing bowls. Oh, that'd be nicest How along exciting. that way, wouldn't it? Oh. Bowls and cricket, they're right up I there. I love seeing bowls being played. I, I wonder if great. bowls is played across the world. There's forms of it, I think, isn't there? Right. Because in France they play a similar thing, don't yes, they? Yes, boule. Oh, okay. And you have, it's weighted. Right. Balls uh, weighted with sand. Oh, they're weighted as well. Balls are weighted, aren't they? They are. They're, they're different types, though. Right. In, in, it's France and Spain. Yeah. You, you don't roll them. Oh, you don't? You're supposed to throw them. Oh, right, okay. And then they land. Right, whereas bowls, which bowls is, what is we're all about. Now. Bowls is, is like. You roll it. It's like curling, isn't it? Not that, curling. Not curling. What's the thing where they. And they slide that the. It's curling. Yeah, it's like curling. It's not curling. Curling's on ice. Yes, I realise it's on ice, but you're still using your skill to measure the distance that the I ball goes so, to try yeah. and get it closest to the. Oh, look, is it going to get it? I'm looking at the Nordic walker in the background. Oh yeah, there is a Nordic walker. It's such an English scene, isn't it? It's a really pretty bowling green, you know, it's really well kept and there's benches all the way around, so you could just sit there and watch them and there are a lot of people just doing that. They're just sat watching, which there's is clearly, so, it's just lovely. There's clearly a Nordic walking club Oh, there's out. another person, yeah. There's more than another person, Kay. Look in oh, the trees. Loads. Oh, Look there's at loads them. of them. What's the collective term for, for a group, a group of, of Nordic walkers? I don't think we should discuss this, because no. we'll end up offending somebody. <laughs> I think they're all ladies as well, Alex. Right. Maybe there's two different terms for men and for ladies. Maybe so. Coming back to the whole sort of, is there anybody out there thing? It, it, it's hard to wrap your mind around, I think, because you would assume that if there is, that... We would have seen them. Look at the little Robin. Hello, Mr. Robin. Oh, he just flew in there. You missed him. Sorry. I did. I'm sorry. I was looking. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I think that, yeah, the problem is, you know, we tend to only believe in something if we've seen it. Yeah. But then, if that's the case, you know... How does any religion how exist? How does any religion exist? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, because that's faith, isn't it? And it's just belief that that, that, that thing exists. And it's interesting bringing up religion because religion is another strong argument that's used to say that there can't be other mm, life out there. Mm. But my comeback on that is, you know, whatever God that you believe in, what's to say that he or she did not create the whole universe? Absolutely. And everything in the universe. So I don't believe that religion is an effective argument to say no. there can't be anything out there. No. The, the the sort of Star Trek approach to it is that there are lots of people out there, yeah. but they're waiting for us to reach a certain point of development right. before they come and get in touch. Right. I don't think that's necessarily no, true. No, no. I don't really believe that either. Although I do, I love, and I was talking to, do you want to walk around the street? Yeah. I was talking to our daughter Bryony the other day about this and we were sort of saying 
how wonderful it would be. And you know, it, I do think it's it's fascinating to consider that you know you look at Star Star Trek and they've got replicators mm. where you know that famous scene where Picard yeah, asks yeah. for tea, Earl Grey, hot. I know. And it appears oh, there. Oh, I so love a replicator. Well, that's exactly what me and Bryony were talking about. Shepherd's and, pie yes. and peas, hot. Thanks very much. Yeah, if you don't didn't say to, hot, you'd be done for. Don't need to cook tonight. Excellent. Oh, you see, I do like a nice shepherd's pie. So do I, but they're such a faff. Yeah. You know, that you think it's going to be a quick thing, but actually they're not a quick thing to make at all. I think... Um, and then it disappears in like 30 seconds and... The, the most the most productive teas are the teas where okay you might have to spend a bit of time making it but if you can get two or three sittings yeah, out of it yeah, then we, it's you, worth it. You do that a lot, don't you? Bulk, yeah. bulk cook. But it's all right saying bulk cook. You couldn't bulk cook a shepherd's pie. You can only make it so big because your oven is only so big. Yeah, no, you could you could make two and then just freeze one. Well, I, I suppose that's where you need to get into the realms of. Having a chest freezer. Well, we need a bigger freezer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And already, the the fridge freezer takes up. I know, I know. <laughs> massive. Well, this is the whole situation with the house thing, isn't it? That in this country, you know, we d just don't have the space in houses. The thing is, that though, they have in some of other countries. We used to. When I was at college, I worked in Comet, and we sold the the big double door. Yeah. Those freezers were not as big as you think. No, because I think a lot of the space is taken up by the actual door and... Well, that, you and know, it's also very... as well, these things tend to have lots of different functions too. Yeah. You know, like ice making and yeah. chilled drinks. I mean, and... the, the ideal really is if you've got the space, like your mum has just a huge freezer yeah. that's just a freezer. In two. the garage. Oh, they've got two in the yeah, garage. Yeah, because they, yeah. they fill one full of fruit. Yeah, and she never eats it, that's the thing. No, I know. There's just not enough, Not you know, there's t far too much produce being produced in the garden. And well, I think what they've realised is now that if they sort of push their productivity towards like tomatoes and yeah, things like that, yeah. then they can, um, you know, get a lot more out of it. I mean, I yeah. can't remember how much tomato sauce Steve told oh, me that yeah. they had it was an Loads. obscene amount it but makes me happy though because well. you know when you consider where the world is at at the moment to know oh, yeah. that they could just be shut off because the other thing he's done now is he stocked up I can't remember the figure of toilet rolls he's got <laughs> it's a lot though and but again you've got to have the room for all these things well they do thankfully they I mean they have they've yeah. got a you know a house that can accommodate that but a lot of people don't and we certainly don't have the space to to hoard these things as long as i've got two weeks worth in i'm fine yeah and you know if there's one positive that's come out of this year it's knowing <laughs> that toilet roll is important yeah. <laughs> see they've got a really big pantry haven't they an old-fashioned pantry with with a cold shelf yeah with a cold shelf going all the way around that cold shelf's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's, is it marble or granite? Oh, I forget what. I can't or is remember. Is it slate? I think it's slate, slate, actually. Slate, yeah. And what's just so sort of cool about that is that that was put in there before fridges were oh, around. Yeah. Well, that was the purpose of it. Yeah. To keep things cool. And it, it works. It does work, yeah. I mean, they do keep things in there like eggs and cheese and... 
leftover food. Leftover food, they do, you know, frittata, they've made yeah. that, they put it on the cold shelf, they don't put it in the fridge. And no. to us today, that seems a bit odd. Yeah. But, It was stone know, cold. It was absolutely cold, but yeah. I, I think we just got out of the the brain thing of, of not well, you're using right. a as, fridge. As technology pushes onwards, we do, I, I, you know, we just get lazier and lazier. Yeah, absolutely and we also do. also more afraid of... Of things like that, yeah. You know, oh gosh, I remember when I was growing up, you know, you just didn't look at sell-by dates. No. You went by smell and a, a quick yeah. little taste. Yeah. And if it tasted okay, you just got on with it. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was always fine. And you're still here. Yeah. I've noticed that they have started, like, those apples I get don't have yeah, a sell-by no, date in It's fine. No, they don't. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if this has come about because of the whole... Maybe so. You know, people are chucking mm, mm, perfectly... Chucking away stuff that's perfectly good. Yeah. It's all about those war babies. Mm, mm. And actually, that, that sort of... Um, I think the whole... We just watched Independence Day, didn't we, quite yeah, we did, yeah, because Bryony had never seen it and thought she was at the age where she wouldn't be scared by any of it now and she loved it she thought it was great and she, she didn't really like the alien the look of it very much but you know the whole film film all together she loved and it picks up on the whole area 51 conversation yeah, which absolutely. is, is a, a cool thing oh well it always was a sort of cool and mysterious and, and mm -hmm. great thing to think about i think though you know i think that the whole reason why people thought they saw things around there was because of, you know, military developing. Yeah, and they were testing spy planes and different, things. Yeah, different yeah. things. So people looking from the outside in mm, would think. Mm. I don't think that they've got. I don't think there's an alien spacecraft in Area no. 51. No, I no. don't think that. And you know, I think that's been one of those sort of um, what do they call them? It's an urban myth. Isn't that's it. it. Yeah. You've nailed it. I'd quite like to go there, though. Yeah, would you get moved on there quite quickly? Oh, yeah, you'd, I mean, you wouldn't get anywhere near, probably. It's like Filingdales. I'm not so sure they'd let you fly a drone over it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't it's, like to try. It's a nice thought, but, yeah. I suspect it would get shot down. I suspect it would. Quite quickly. Yeah. It is... It's an absolutely, uh, it's a fascinating subject. And it's one that, you know, yeah, we have to sort of consider now, we're getting closer to public being able to book a space flight. I know. And, you know, you have to sort of think in Bryony's lifetime, mm -hmm. maybe even in our lifetime, that's gonna be a realistic proposition. How exciting is that? Would you do it? Would I do space flight? Yes. yes, I would. Would you? I absolutely would. But we're petrified about getting on aeroplanes. Yeah, I know, but that's different, isn't it? It's different. <laughs> I don't, it just feels different. I think it's just like, I don't know, to just be, why would you not want to experience that yeah. if it was possible? That SpaceX thing looked amazing. It did look amazing, I know. Yeah, and inside the cockpit, and know, you know, the I whole know. thing was like, if, if, I know it wasn't a breeze, but it felt like a breeze. No, amazing, absolutely amazing what you, they achieved. You, you have to wonder 
the difference, you know, it'd be so cool if you could like take Jim Lovell from Apollo 13 yeah. and, and put him in there, probably wouldn't know what to do, would he? Because Well, the other element to it might be that those original astronauts had so much control because they were they were flying the thing. They were, yeah. And now I there don't was think... a lot of maths involved, like actual yeah. manual pen yeah. and paper maths. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't the back then and it's old. I'm sure that, that Well was... now they weren't they weren't doing much flying. No. It was you know They weren't doing any flying, no. it was all automated. Yeah. They were effectively sat there monitoring everything, weren't they? Which I'm like not saying know. was an easy job by no, any no. stretch of oh, the imagination. No. no, I mean, you know, the fact it's taken this long for us to be able to do it yeah, shows how challenging yeah. a thing it was. And I'm interested in, though, what do you do when something goes wrong? Can they suddenly take control and is it just like, mm. you know, because... I think uh, they'd have to, wouldn't they? Yeah, you, you, you would. It's there's, got, talking... there's got to be a contingency for yeah. everything going wrong. Yeah. It, it, it... It's interesting they're talking to mechanics and you know mechanics for modern day cars yeah. who tell you that in the last sort of five to ten years yeah. cars have become much harder to repair yes. and have a much shorter lifespan yeah. because the car companies want you to buy a new one yeah. whereas in the old days you could get under and you could Which get it sorted. can still do that with mine. And if you think about, <laughs> and mine too actually. And yours too, yeah. And if you think about computers and how, you know, I always remember when I worked for Comet, I worked on customer services, you know, how many times, you know, you were trying to get a computer going again. Yeah. And, you know, you'd phone up Hewlett Packard and they'd say, right, oh, just turn yeah. it off. Yeah. Turn it back on again. Does it work now? Well, you can't do that with a spaceship. No. Well, maybe you can. Maybe you can. Reboot it. Maybe you can. I don't know. But that's sort of what Apollo 13 was all about, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't think they'd have enough power. No, because they had to turn everything off, didn't they? Computer they did. and everything. They were literally there was they were floating there, weren't they? Yeah. Because they put just yeah. Folks, we've made it back, and I think we have most certainly got to the bottom of. Is there anybody out there? <laughs> I don't know if we've got to the bottom of it. I think we have. Because but... I think it's it's obvious that there absolutely is. And the, 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 I suppose the, the question you ask yourself is, have they come and gone? Yeah. Because, you know, you look at certain planets and that's a potential. Or, you know, is our interaction with them yet to come? Maybe. Exciting to think about. Yeah. Home. Safe. We're home. We did 2.03 miles. Amazing. And that's pretty good because I already did about a mile and a half this morning. Well done. So Gosh. I'm pleased with that You've today. done super well. I didn't go yesterday because no. I can't think why, but yeah. So folks, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. It's been great fun talking to you today all about space. Yeah. And when we see you next time, we're going to be talking about a dream home. <gasps> wow. Unlimited budget. Where would it be? Gosh. What would you build? Yeah. What were the, you know, what are the important rooms for your perfect house? I know exactly. Right. Well, it'll be interesting. <laughs> I, I'm more of a, for me, it's more about location mm. and mm. no one being relatively close by. Mm. Uh, you know, with regards to how the layout is, I think I'm more flexible, but it'll be interesting to see. Mm. So, folks, that's all to come next time. Thank you yeah. so much for listening Thanks, today. Thanks, everyone. Take care of yourselves. Take care. I hope you had a good walk. Yes, and we'll see you next time. Well, we won't see you. 
You'll hear us next time for the next episode of the Bakery Bears Radio Show. See you soon. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears Radio Show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.